Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Australian survivor is saying Survivor. Survivor. Hello everyone, Shannon Garcia getting you ready for our week 7 exit interview singular because, spoiler alert, the second episode of the week was a non-elimination and there are only two episodes now going forward. So I got to talk to the queen, Hayley Leak, my great friend who is the best, the best of the best. I'm so honoured to be able to talk to her in the exit interview. So she gave some insights on where the game is going, the insights behind some of her moves through the last couple of weeks and it's definitely one that you want to check out. I will be talking to Owen on the recap, then I have the check-in with Rob as always. Talking Tribal should be out already as well, so you should be able to check that out. But thank you guys so much for listening. As always, hope you enjoy the exit interview, and I will see you on the other side. Haley, oh, I'm so sad. I'm I'm happy to talk to you, but I'm I'm sad that this is why we're talking. 
No, I'm 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 happy. I'm in a good place. Um, but I'm nervous for this chat because most chats are just like, oh, talk about your friendship with George, rah, rah, rah. And I'm like, Shannon gets deep in the like strat. So I'm gonna have to explain myself. Yeah, well, obviously, we're going to hope to have a longer conversation, but there is one really important strategic question I wanted to ask you. I think the question on everyone's mind is the brains versus brawn deep dive. You said how much you didn't want to be on Survivor when the Queen died. She was on, you were on Survivor when she died in the early merge. You manifested her death, Haley. This is a crime against Britain. I feel like when the Queen died, something in me died, and (laughs) then my game just like unraveled. So. And then the king was anointed, and so now we see George just, like, nailing it. So I really blame the the real royals for my demise. Yeah, a lot of people feel that way. But, no, to actually talk about Survivor, a lot of people are asking what happened between what we saw as, like, Nina being between these plans. You're going for George, George is going for you, and then you vote for Nina. So can you explain, like, in my hardcore strat chat why that happened? Yeah, I think I went into that tribal um, thinking that, there was sort of two plans. Like I really was sold um, by the drama of the Jacuzzi Alliance and I believed them. They were acting very well. Um, and so I thought, okay, so we could take out George now. But George had been really reassuring to me all day that um, it was going to be Nina and everyone was feeding that to me. Um, and Nina, uh, Nina hadn't given me much on her confirmation that she did want to vote out George with me and Simon. Um, and that just, she wasn't looking at me. I had no eye contact. She was avoiding me, which now makes sense because she was trying not to break this ruse. Um, and I think that I didn't, when I went up to vote, thought, I don't think I have Nina on this vote. I don't know what Nina is doing, but George seems solid. Liz seems solid. Let's get Nina out. That seems like a plan that will work. So um, I was fooled um, and I'm glad that I was because I don't want to go out in any other way but a blind side. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you've been setting it up for a while. You make this move against Sean to keep Simon in. What had been your like ultimate plan? Was the plan then to come back from that and use Nina, like, you know, George is distracted by Nina to, to take him out and then the numbers weren't there? Or like what had been your goal through the subtle moves you were making to get to this point? I think that I got a bit um, um, surprised when I made that move to vote out Sean, which was a very last minute decision of mine. Um it seemed very clear to me that I needed Simon to stay in the game because I saw Simon as, Simon as someone I could beat at the end. At this point, I'm getting very up in my head about who I think I can and can't beat um, because as a previous winner, a lot of people don't want to give me the award again. They want to give it to someone new. So I think I have to be next to someone that they don't like. And like Liz doesn't like Simon. Like a lot of people I think aren't getting along with Jerry. So I'm like, if I can get to the end with Jerry and or Simon, I'll be happy. And I think I have a chance. Um, and so that's why I keep Simon in and get rid of Sean. Um, but I didn't predict that George would have such a big visceral response to thinking it was Nina so immediately. My plan was actually to come back and tell George and say, hey, that was me. I actually did that. It was for these reasons. I still want to work with you. Let's move forward. He has since told me if I did that, it would have been fine. But yeah, um, once he blows up at Nina, I'm just like, God, I want to step in the way of this. Like he's really mad. And he's so sure about it. And George is wrong and George is never wrong. So maybe this is good. Maybe I can use this. Um, so I don't regret that I did that. My issue was I didn't I didn't put the work in once I got back to camp. I get back to camp. I go to bed and I think tomorrow I'll talk to Nina. I think about it at night. What am I going to do? I'll talk to Nina. Me, Nina and Simon, we can work together. Um, maybe we could get Liz. Maybe she's annoyed about the Shawnee vote. But um, my problem is I wait 
I go to bed. That's the mistake. And Nina, she's fuming. She's not going to bed. George, he's spinning. He's not going to bed. And they stay up. And I'm not offering Nina reassurance. I'm sleeping. Meanwhile, she's like, no, nah, I don't want this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow Hayley's game. I'm going to work with George. Power to her. Right move for her. And my mistake is I was lazy. Well, Survivor does hate sleep. You know, it's a big sleep shaming show. So I hate that you would lend credence to that. Um, yeah, I mean, you mentioned so many people I want to talk about. George being the main one, your relationship throughout the game, you know, it was pitched to us as like Haley versus George. We see him mostly like helping you on the mat in these like hugs after the challenges. What had been your intention for George? Because we heard you were like throwing him under the bus. Obviously, you get back together with the vigilantes where there's not a lot of options for you. Like, did you have one particular course in mind for the two of you throughout the game? I was open to whatever, like if, if it worked out that we could both move towards the end and feel like we both had a good shot to win. Amazing. Let's recreate the final two of bring this wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but George's game was so big, like he's playing so well and he has just smashed it that I can't do anything but put myself in the best position I can be in. And I just really thought if it was me next to George at the end, I've won before. He's played amazing. I'm not going to win that. Like George will win that. Um, and I would be really happy for him to win that, but I can't sacrifice myself for that because I love this game and I want to play hard. So I thought maybe I could move closer towards the end, maybe him, Matt and Jerry, but I started getting very concerned by my conversations with Matt and Jerry who were just immovable and they, they just would not consider voting out George and they really weren't opening any pathways up for that. So I was worried that if I got that far, they would take George to the end and vote me out. Um, and so I just thought I needed to make a move on George when I had numbers still in the game. And so I started doing some quite reckless things to try to achieve that. Um, and yeah, didn't work. Yeah, why not, Haley? You know what? You've already won. You're playing with house money. Might as well take the swings. I totally get it. I mean, so in terms of Matt and Jerry, I did want to talk about that because Jerry is a relationship we heard about from you from early heroes um, in terms of that bond. And then Matt, I feel like, you know, he was left out of the vote on you. There's a secret scene where they felt they didn't trust he would vote for you. You do tell him about the 60K. He doesn't bring it back. And then in your jury villa, you said, you know, you'd like to see him win. Maybe he hasn't done enough, but it's something you'd like to see. So were those bigger relationships that we really saw on screen? Yeah, like I, my perception of Matt is that he loves this game and he's a fan and he wants to play and he'd love to play big. I don't see him as someone who just wants to hide behind someone the whole way. So I did think he was going to do something and maybe he'd, he'd do it with me. The reason I tell him about the 60K specifically is because I, yeah, I just thought that people were waiting for maybe a second prize. Like maybe I'll win the car or maybe I'll win the set for life. And, you know, then I get like second or third. But I wanted everyone to know that was all gone. And now it's like, it's the win or it's nothing. Like that's all you have left. So play now. This is the time to do it. Um, but I think that George is just playing better. Like, honestly, George, the reason that Jerry would say to me, I'm never going to vote for George is because Jerry, George had fed Jerry that Jerry's game is amazing. And so Jerry's like, Look, Haley, I'm 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 like the biggest threat out here. So I really, you know, I need I need to work with George. And I'm like, dude, Jerry, you're not the biggest threat out here. But George has fed him that and convinced him of that. And sort of like when when we see all the moves and we know that it's George making them, um, George will come back and be like, oh, Jerry, good job blindsiding Shawnee, you know, and yeah. like also maybe like convince Jerry that that's his move. Um, 
and I think that this is just very impressive by George, but it means that he's amassed an army that really is loyal to him. Yes, very, very tough. That's a lot of good work there. I mean, yeah, George is playing a phenomenal game, so it's tough to come up against that. In terms of some of the other allies there, Shawnee and Liz, you know, Liz tries to blindside you in the non-alim. Shawnee is someone you have the blindside on. Like, again, like these are George's connections and you seem to be connected to the alliance through them. Did you have these individual relationships where you thought someone like Liz could come over at a point or it was all kind of through George? Yeah, a lot of it was through George. Like, he really had all those relationships um, I thought I could work with Nina. Like, I never really did work with Nina the whole time, but, like, I had this fangirl Nina thing happening at the start. I really wanted to work with her, and I thought our games could align at the end, and she's someone who, even if you haven't worked with her before, she's not going to hold a grudge. She'll, like, work with whoever's best for her. Um, and I had a good relationship with Matt, and I did hope that Matt would at some point want to do something, um, but every time I went to have that conversation, he wasn't willing. So I just snookered myself by, like, not having them. I had Simon. I really felt like Simon would do whatever I asked him to do. That's why I really wanted him to stay. Um, but yeah, and unfortunately Liz was off me, which sucks. Like um, I didn't know Liz, so I don't know how she's played before. I don't know what, I didn't know her very well. Like we hadn't spent a whole lot of time together. So um, yeah, we just, that kind of relationship never formed. Yeah, that's so interesting about Nina, because I feel like, you know, we were kind of hoping you'd be in the same space. You both approached in the Geordie vote. And then we see you're in very different places. Again, she's going to try blindside you. You give her the information at the Sam vote. She kind of seems a little into it. Then they they don't believe it. Like, I felt like you guys were not on the same page this whole time. So it is kind of fitting, I guess, that, you know, you go home here with her targeting you and you trying to work with her. Like, that actually feels really indicative of this kind of separate relationship the whole time. Yeah, I think what was tricky at the start was that um, Sam Webb was off me very early. <laughs> and I probably could have predicted that because my. Yeah, he doesn't like playing with smart people. <laughs> he didn't like me or Ben. Yeah. Um, and also have Sean throwing me under the bus a lot, being like, I think she's looking for idols so that he can protect his idol. Um, and so that kind of set this domino effect in place where Sam Webb's best buddies with David. And so, like, they don't together, they think we should get rid of Haley. And Nina has this incredibly strong relationship with David that doesn't get shown, but they're, like, best friends. Like, they're really incredibly close. They sleep next to each other every night, that kind of thing. Um, and I think kind of by association, like I became someone Nina was against for most of the game, um, which is a shame because like I'm a big fan of hers and her mom and I would have loved to work with her. It would have been great, but I will. Yeah. Okay. Well, another relationship that you have mentioned is Simon. I know that you guys are good friends, despite the the double idol blind side of Brains versus Brawn. And he really was like your puppy dog. You know, it felt like that was the one person that you guys had each other from the swap. Like, was that really true? Of you felt like it was the two of you the whole time? Because I feel like that was really what we saw. Yeah, I think that um, I felt very comfortable working with Simon because, oh, like. I get what he wants to do. Like, it was definitely at the spot. He wants to work with the big boys. He wants to do, like, a mark strategy and hide behind all the guys so that he can get far. Like, him and Sean had very similar intentions. Um, but we're good friends, and I don't think Simon had intentions of getting rid of me. Um, and I think that he could be led. Like, because you know what he wants, he wants to make big moves. So, like, the way to kind of direct his vote is to just tell him this is going to be a really big move and it's going to be your move, and then he's happy to do it. Um, but yeah, no, Simon's a great guy. He's, yeah, he was sort of like my one person out there who was like willing to work with me besides George. Yeah, well, I love watching you guys. I wanted your perspective on coming into the game as the only winner, such an outlier, so, so difficult. 
Um, and being in this hero's tribe where there's like really like this like huge like kind of mateship mentality, which is again kind of different to how you play the game. And I know you're such a social chameleon, but I felt like it was really tough. I feel like like the villains and George and Shawnee, like there was kind of chaos they could thrive in, whereas I feel like that sucked the life out of your game. Like it didn't have oxygen to breathe. And I feel like it was always trying to get up from that really stifling start. Did it did you were you feeling that the first half of the game? Did you feel like you was you were surviving through like, you know, Sean's using you as a shield? There there are ways to get through. But I felt like you, you know, it wasn't getting that that kind of oxygen in it. Yeah. Like I was quite intimidated coming into this game at all. Like it was it was a difficult decision for me to say yes to play because one before so recently and in such a large way. Um and then when I get to the beach and I'm the only winner and then there's only five returning players and seven new ones on our tribe. Um it's scary. Yeah, I got really scared quite early and I got really in my head and felt like I just needed to hold and defend and see if I could get a little bit further. And as I kept getting further, um, I think I just kept getting more and more in my head about like, how is the jury going to perceive me? Like, um, do I have enough under my belt to win? Because last time I moved towards the end, I felt really confident I could just back my game. I'd made all these moves. I've won all these immunities. It wasn't going to be hard to sit down there and say, this is what I've done. But I was trying to picture like, what am I going to say at the end for what I've done? Am I going to feel really proud of this game if I get to the end? So that's why I sort of made, started making some pretty risky moves at the end. And, and I like, I was bored, like, pretty bored at the start. Like we had the Mitre Alliance. They weren't going to budge. Um, like I would have loved to work with like Ben Law. I really love Ben Law and like, do some stuff, but there wasn't enough power in the bottom. Like there wasn't enough numbers in the bottom ever. Um, and so, yeah, up until Morge merge, I wasn't really having like, the best time. <laughs> it wasn't very yeah. fun. You got heaps more fun at merge. Yeah, I could see that you were kind of in your head. I think like coming back is not just a winner, but like such an incredible winner who has this like game to back up. And there's like this stupid discourse, but you've always had it. You've had it around you versus George in terms of a final two and George is this bombastic player. So you'd hate to come into a final two and like lend any credence to that, you know, versus what what how people will kind of scrutinize your game unfairly, I feel. And I kind of felt like I could see that wearing on you. And, and also you are such a naturally big game player and because your game had been stifled in this way, I felt like, you know, part of you was like, it was like itching to, to come out the way that you love to play the game and play it so well. So I think we saw that throughout. Well, you can see it. Yeah, for sure. I've been like sitting on the beach for like four weeks, unable to do anything at all. And like, I didn't come here to, like, I'm not going back on Survivor again, just to be like, m- do nothing and then get to merging it voted without doing nothing. Like that's the worst outcome for me always. Like I, everyone has different values and how they want to play, but like, I don't want to do nothing and get voted out. And the reality is like 23 people will lose the game and most of them won't get the chance to do anything and to play. And like, I've already won. Like that's already, I don't need, like I would love to win a second time, but I'm not coming out here again and doing nothing and getting voted out. So yeah, I got risky. I did some risky stuff. I had fun. jury. Um, so the jury was really like, obviously winning is the prize, but like as someone who's never been on a jury and is a big fan and I want the full experience, like it's a big deal for me to be on the jury. Well, in terms of some of those risky moves, I mean, the Sam vote was, I think the closest shot we've had on George so far, the bullet missed him by inches. What was your thought process during all of that? Like, did you think they were going to go with the information? You obviously, you don't leave a trail just in case it doesn't work out. And then they both stand up and both play idols, not on Sam. Like what is going through your head at that time? Like, I, I'm kind of just like, if you don't, like, I don't care. Like, if you don't want to do this, like, fine. I don't feel like my game is 
going to be um, made on if this move happens or not. I do think that if George goes home at that point, that there's a lot more freedom for people to move around and that it would get broken open and people would work with like, maybe that would make my path to the end more difficult. I don't know, but it would give me more people to work with. Like he's so in control that no one can really do much and have agency with him in there. Um, And I wanted to play, like I wanted to play a game and I was really struggling to do anything with him in there. So I would have been happy if it came off, but I'm not about to stand up and say, play your idol and and then blow (laughs) Like blow myself was a big player, like that took George out. Um, I didn't want to do that. Like, but yeah, <laughs> too bad. If they don't want to follow my information, then whatever. Good luck coming back to camp and telling people that I gave them that D info when they didn't use it. Yeah, I feel like this is so true of your whole game. Even with like Simon's fake art, we were like, it's probably like, is that real? And I, I know my brother was being like, does it matter to Haley? Like, you know, Haley's sitting back there and like, if there's chaos of a fake idol, it's not real. Like, whatever. She's sitting back with the popcorn, right? Like, I felt like that was through the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when things kept blowing up, it was really fun. It was like, I, it's like being an audience. It's like being on your couch, but like in the game and watching this like incredible season and all the stuff keep happening. Like, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Well, Haley, I'm obviously devastated. My little cousin is just getting into Survivor and they let her stay up for her birthday to watch the episode and she was so upset to see you go. And I was like, yeah, I was like, you and me both, you know, it's very, very upsetting. But I was thinking, you know, how amazing that she has you as like a role model on television. Again, her and me both, she's seven, I'm 30, but I still feel like I look up to you and you're so amazing and we're so lucky to have had 43 cumulative episodes across these two years of you just being this like strong, smart, considered, graceful woman on TV. It's an incredible thing. I think that, you know, I've got so much love for you. You're an amazing person and player forever, the queen and nothing could ever take that away. So to get to this point coming in as the only winner, like you should be so proud of that. It's so incredible. And I'm so proud of you. So I hope that you're, you know, going through with your head held high because you won Survivor and then you came seventh, like screw the haters. You're incredible. Yeah, no, I feel like I feel very grateful. And sometimes when I do think like, oh, no, I didn't win again, I just remember like, like how did I even get the chance to play this game once? Like I'm so lucky and I'm so grateful and it's an awesome game and now I have these like amazing people in my life because of it. And, yeah, we all know it's a game. And now that like, you know, the minute I get voted out by George, I'm now his biggest fan and I hope he wins. So everything is fine. Yeah, also think of that sentence. Oh, no, I didn't win again. Think about you saying that to yourself three years ago. I didn't win Survivor again. I just did very, very well on my second time as the winner. That was so fun. It was fun. It was brutal, but it was very fun. Yeah, can't complain about that. But Haley, I hope we get to have a longer conversation about it after the season. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast under these dire, dire circumstances. I know I'm going to be, you missed it, but there was a whole, there was a long line. I'm lining up now because for the queen, you know, this is, this is my, you know, weeks of mourning that I feel like the world experienced last year. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Haley. Bye. There you have it, everyone. Hope that you enjoyed that conversation with Haley. As I said in the interview, I am hoping to have deep dives with her and some of the other contestants. So hopefully we will get a bit of a longer conversation into her game after the season. But yeah, so much week seven content, even on a shorter week, talking tribal with Brooke and Khan, recap with Owen is coming up. And then the check-in with Rob as well. And then obviously these exit interviews. Also, Survivor 44. If you are somehow fitting in all the Survivor like I am, I've been covering that. Lisa Stanger was my guest this week. And Baden Gilbert is my guest next week. So follow me at Shannon Gates where I'm putting out all that content. Subscribe to the International Survivor wrap ups feed so that you get all of this RHAP global content. Thank you as always for being with me on the journey. And I will see you in the recap. Bye. 
Australian survivor. Survivor is saying. Survivor New Zealand. Survivor. Survivor. 21 South African. 12 ordinary Australians. 16 New Zealanders. 20 Australians. 1 million pounds. Million euro. Million. 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 Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.